0: Welcome to Flippin' Amazon, a podcast created by women who sell everyday products on Amazon to support our families. Welcome to another episode of Flippin' Amazon. We're your best friends here to talk about self-care and prioritizing self-care during the busy season, especially if you are a mom who hustles like we are in the self-employed entrepreneur space. This is a crazy time of the year. And I, I think it, when we asked this question to the group, it was like, how do you prioritize self-care for yourself? And it was this long moment of silence because is we're all kind of drawing a blank, but this is a good conversation to have. And also, I think it probably depends a lot on your home situation. If you are a single parent and you have kids and they're in sports, when do you self-care? I mean- time is limited and if you have little kids and you um, have to give everybody baths and change diapers and nobody can feed themselves so let's kick it off this morning a good conversation but I think it's bringing more questions than answers how do you guys manage is is this a thing that we do self-care during the busy season what does that look like for you guys
1: Oh, I don't know. It's, it is tough because as a mom of five running multiple businesses, trying to take care of our home, there's a dog, we've got a bunch of fish tanks. Like we're just, we just keep adding responsibilities and like forgetting, Hey, you know, you don't have to keep adding all these responsibilities, but self-care for me, separate from family and everything else, like just me alone. I, I try every night for the last few months to read, a, start reading a book or read a few chapters on my Kindle. Uh, it gives you like that escape to another world where you don't have to think about what's going on in your real life. But I mean, that's just one, one thing. That's the main thing that I can think of. What about you, April? I'm going to be like come after
2: for this, but (laughs) taking a shower is like the number one way I give myself self care. And it's not even like an everyday thing. Um, I don't know. I I also take extended drives and road trips. Like for me, time alone is probably most important for self care, just because that's when I'm happiest (laughs) is when I'm just by myself. So, um, Like, I'll drive to another state and go sourcing or whatever if needed. Um, but that time in the car, that drive there, you know, I get to rock out to whatever music I want to listen to, um, you know, and I don't have to think about like anybody else or making sure I'm picking up kids on time or, you know, like any of those little responsibilities that I'm, I'm just like, I'm done for the day. I'm leaving. Because if I don't leave, then I will be asked to do things, you know, um, whether at work or at home or, you know, even even on Amazon, you know, like sometimes it's like that vacation mode is some of the best way that you can do self-care. The other thing that I did this year, um, well, I guess there's two things, is I've extended my holidays, which is so not like me. Halloween was like a month long event. So like, we just like drug it out and then tried to do all the things within a month instead of like four days. And I think that that really helped my anxiety and like the kids feeling like they got a really good holiday, but also like, cause I can't do it all in four days. Like everybody else, I need that extra month. Um, you know, like Christmas has now become part of Thanksgiving, which I am vehemently opposed to, but understand why people do it. You know, Thanksgiving comes first. It's my favorite holiday. <laughs> um, and, um, but you know, my Christmas shit is already up. So I
1: was gonna say, I see a little Christmas tree yeah. behind your head. <laughs> um,
2: actually, that's leftover from last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it's really just a power play because I'm always thinking about Q4 in the back of my mind, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think that's a whole nother conversation. Is holidays don't look the same for e-commerce sellers, it you just can't do it all. And if you are listening to this, like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be doing self-care with kids and a dog in a house and trying to keep a relationship or find a relationship or self-healing and dealing with your own trauma and et cetera, et cetera. Drink water, water your plants. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. And I think there are times I can look back, especially when my kids were little and they were really dependent that I was in survival mode. And I think it's important sometimes just to pull back from the day-to-day madness and realize everything is a season. Um, So if you are in a place where you are surviving, I hope that this gives you just a little kiss of hope that it's not going to always be survival mode and you will find normal again and start to thrive again. So hang on um but if you do have some extra time in the in the you brought up holidays around the e-commerce space our holidays are like weird christmas is weird for us because we work so hard um but we have taken january so i feel like our holidays we kind of go away in january now and we do something as a family because christmas is bizarre we're just so busy and the little moments like, you know, you think, oh, the Christmas magic doesn't really happen for me anymore since I sell on Amazon, for better or worse, um, right? So that's also kind of weird. I think if I had little kids, then it would be a little bit different, but my kids are more independent. Um, so yeah, how do you guys celebrate the holidays with running crazy businesses during this time?
1: I think I want to throw in, like you. you mentioned... We've, you know being a parent of little kids running a business and what is self-care but like april mentioned taking a shower going for a drive like it's the small things like just take those couple of minutes like you don't have to go check in at a hotel or stay at a spa like those are great things and really nice if you can but if you can't lock the door go take a shower like just just go get a coffee go sit at Starbucks for a few minutes and drink your coffee while it's hot because a lot of parents have to reheat their coffee a million times so I think it is it's the little things that can add up to give you a little moments of peace Um, as for holidays I feel like as e-commerce sellers who do focus a lot on seasonal items We're always moving on to the next holiday before the first one's even gone past. So, like, we were all selling Halloween costumes and pumpkin candy buckets and candies. And it was like, what, like, the week before Halloween actually came, we were already talking about Thanksgiving and getting your stuff in for Thanksgiving and what are we going to sell? And And now Halloween's over, and I feel like my brain has already skipped Thanksgiving, and I'm already thinking about Christmas. So, like, not even just from, like, just a sales point of view, sure, like, we're skipping ahead, but in my brain, I'm like, what, what do you mean? We still have to go out for Halloween trick-or-treating? Like, didn't we already do this? It just feels like everything's, I don't know if rushed is the right word, but you're just kind of always on to the next.
2: I think that's very American society, though. And, and I, you see it, you know, on social media, like people are like, I can't believe that they already have X out. It's only whatever. Um, but a lot of that is driven by shipping timelines and warehousing timelines. And, and that's something that I didn't really understand, I guess, until I sold on Amazon. Um, people were completely in awe that Christmas was out, you know, pretty much as soon as back to school went this year. And the reason it was, is because last year, everything was stuck in the harbors. And so the companies were like, we're not gonna lose all that money to have that stuck in the harbors again. So we're gonna get it there super early. So, um, and it it was something, it just won't ever go back, I think. Um, As for like actual holidays, we don't travel much and we don't do much with family anymore, I guess, is the other thing. You know, Like the actual day of the holiday, we do some local stuff with friends, but I'm usually so tired. I need to go to bed early.
0: I think that's one thing where, you know, at one point I was just a stay at home mom. I and I say just stay at home mom. Like it's bad. You're doing everything still. Right. Um, but then I could, I had my little kids at home and I could focus. Like we had all day to focus on the events and the fun and like get together at the library. And I seriously miss those days so much I could cry about it but it is I mean when we're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas people are like what are you cooking whatever Sam's is cooking you know like I shipped 400 orders barely you know (laughs) brushed my teeth that sort of thing so I don't know we should bring it back to self-care here because I I don't know self-care in the busy time and also I have this like unconscious, conscious guilt or like heaviness to always be like, is my relationships okay? Are my kids okay? Like everything I, I every day I'm like, okay, I got to make sure my husband and I are okay. I've got to make sure my kids are healthy. So almost like my own personal well-being is like completely last. I don't want to turn this into a therapy session, but you know, you're just like juggling all of these that I pay the bills. Did I need to get groceries. I need to make the magic happen for my kids and my spouse and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I am sitting back like, I don't think I prioritize my own self-care, like you guys are talking about, taking moments and like connecting. I think I I personally think I am missing that because I you know am always focusing on everybody else's.
1: That's one of my biggest struggles is I I never think of myself. I'm always thinking of how to make everybody else feel their best. And I always forget about myself. So like this, this year, and maybe not even the whole year, but the last few months, I've been trying to really take those little moments because I'm not a nice person if I don't take a couple of moments to just breathe like I can be really mean and I don't like to be mean to my husband and my kids like I don't want those to be the memories I want them to remember the good times so if if mom has to step away for 30 minutes because she can't handle everything that's going on then they're not going to remember that I stepped away for 30 minutes they're going to remember when I come back and we snuggle on the couch and watch a show or we play some Legos versus if I stayed and lost my cool, <laughs> like the, I don't want that to be what they remember. So, I I have to take those moments now, and I think it's helping, and it's definitely a learning process. But this this whole self care thing, and I think it's it's almost kind of how we were raised in the time period we were raised in. That this is very like generational a bit. We we have to unlearn everything that we were told that we have to act this way or you have to deal with this now. And it's like, no, I can take a step back and it's going to be okay. The problem can wait a minute, you know, those types of things. So I think it's, it's unlearning behavior and relearning new, better ways to handle and care for ourselves first.
2: I was going to totally agree with that. And just say, like, even before I sold on Amazon and even before I was technically an overwhelmed, overworked mother, you know, like self-care has never been something that I've done. Like literally. self uh, maybe a couple of times when I was a teenager, you know, because you're selfish then, Um, you know, but other than that, it's like as, as soon as I became a parent or got into a relationship it was never about me you know it was more about like how is everybody else in my life doing um so yeah i'm with you megan i'm having to really learn about like how to actually take care of my own well-being and mental health you know like take my meds and you know like don't just take seven minutes in the shower to make sure your body parts are washed like get your fluffies out and get your scrubs out and you know and do the extra conditioning mask in your hair that's going to take 10 minutes because nobody's going to die in okay well they might (laughs) but hopefully there's another adult out there who can take care of them in the 10 minutes that you're masking your hair you know um and even if the kids come in you know like it is what it is like, okay, mom's masking her hair. She's, she's not going to be able, but I'm still taking, I'm still doing something for my health myself.
0: And you, Megan, you mentioned generational and it is interesting. Cause we, I'm excited for our kids because they will have such an easy connection to therapy and self-care. Like it, it's just more of a common. Um, there's not a lot of guilt, shame connected to that anymore. It's easy to access Um, But when you said that, I I feel like we're still coming out of the generation that women were always physically present for their kids. And they're still like, if they're not physically there, what are you doing? So when we go on our girls trips that we love, um, when we get away, when we do self-care, I think we just have this whoever's voice told us. In our head, like I should be home, the guilt of not being present for dinner time, our bedtime and on and on. But I think it is so important that you do take those steps away because you're right. They're going to remember if you blew up, but they won't remember if you took
1: mm-hmm. some time by
0: yourself. My personal favorite, and this was something I did when my kids were little and we had literally no money. On Tuesdays, uh, our theater had $5 movies and free popcorn. And if you followed me on social media at all, you know that I was there every Tuesday um, because I am like a go, go, go type person. So if I'm not made to sit in a dark room and turn off my phone, I just go. Like even at home in self-care, watching a movie, painting my toe- toenails, I'm researching. I'm, I'm t- connecting with people. I'm answering questions. So I love the movies because it is my like weighted blanket. It's like you have to stop turn off your phone, watch. And I, do, I go to movies I would never even watch, but I would just go to movies because it was the therapy of sitting quietly by myself. That was my all-time favorite thing to do. Still is.
1: I like that. Cause it is like, you almost have to put yourself in situations where it's forced and you can, like you can't be reached in the movie theater or you shouldn't be I any, mean, you know, you don't want to be the person who answers their phone in a movie theater. But yeah, I do like that. And like, I was thinking the other day, I said that, you know, one of my self-cares was, was reading a book on my Kindle. I hadn't picked up a book in probably like, I don't know. I want to say it's been like, seriously, like eight to 10 years before this year. Like it had been so long. And I was somebody who even in that period where I wasn't doing any reading, I would tell you my hobby is reading, but I don't have hobbies. Like... (laughs) like I don't actually do anything but if I did I would read I grew up reading from like I was like an early reader I started reading before kindergarten I I love books I've always loved books so the fact that I let life and kids and family and business get away from me for so long to not do like the one thing that had always been a constant consistent escape um really kind of blew my mind when I sat down and actually thought about the length of time that passed so that's it's been awesome to get back into it and I in the last like four months I've read something like 85 books because I literally can't stop it's it's like I withheld for so long that now it's just like binge (laughs) I probably couldn't even tell you all of the titles that I've read, but it's been like a total book binge and it's been really nice.
2: <laughs> what?
0: That is amazing. I thought you were going to be like four books. Mm-mm. What? You need to get on that, you know, Pizza Hut thing where you read your kids. I eat- know. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> you know so much pizza.
1: <laughs> I know. I it's It has slowed down since we've entered into Q4, but I... I'm still trying to at least read like a chapter a day or at least attempt to, even if I don't get through a whole chapter, but doing that couple of minutes and and before bed too, to try and like chill my brain out. Otherwise, I will dream about Amazon and work and posting on Instagram. (laughs) I will literally dream about these things if I don't reset my brain with reading a little bit.
0: I reset my brain with horror movies. Oh. So. <laughs> it brings me down from the rush of Amazon and mom life.
2: <laughs> uh. I can I don't even know how you can handle it. <laughs> I know. I will put myself to sleep in five minutes if a really like a really scary movie is put on. Cannot do it. Just can't.
0: I think some other way that I have not, I feel like it's a little bit easier. We have a little bit of extra money now and my kids are all in school. Um, I schedule massages for the, for like six months out, because if I'm not scheduling it, I just don't go like, you know, the doctor's appointment, anything. So it doesn't have to be a massage, but I think if it is important that you get something on for your mental health you want to focus on this more, it's probably not just going to happen spontaneously. You will have to put put it on the calendar and make it a point to have a, a babysitter in place. Um, because I know I will never cancel on my massage therapist. So I do schedule like four months out because I won't cancel, I'll show up. Um, so that's kind of how I have mandated self-care into my life. It's on the calendar I'm gonna show up.
1: That was a tip that somebody from our the CFM group actually gave me, shout out to Eva. Cause she was like, if you schedule something and you write it into your calendar in advance, you cannot cancel it. It's gonna come, it's set in stone. You have to schedule everything else around it. And I was like, that's kind of really smart because otherwise, I don't usually schedule things in advance and I'm planning things not not last minute but like not in advance because I can't I don't know what's going to happen in a month or two so to actually set something in stone schedule it and then anything else that does come up I can't do it on that day because I've already got this planned so very very good tip that I should probably start you know actually using I schedule my travel in advance there was, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure you're just like, hey, I'm, I'm showing up to your house.
2: <laughs> no, it seems that way when I'm scheduling it, but <laughs> that's months from now. <laughs> um, I do watch the deals for flights because I, I mean, like visiting visit girls weekends are really a, probably one of my biggest self-care things right now is like just totally get away. So I any pretty much any chance I get to go on a girl's adventure and there. This is the whole reason I sell on Amazon, really. It's just so I can go hang out with my friends.
0: And isn't it nice that you're, I found it when I got away from the kids for the first time. I was like, oh my God, this is how I used to be. You know, like you've been mom, like responsible for so long that to get completely out of that and like you're dressing up again, and you're hanging out and you're like going dancing and you're doing all this fun stuff, like laughing really hard, drinking too much. And it's just like, I didn't, I cried my first girl's trip away um, when I came back because Brandon said, I didn't even know you could be like that anymore. And I cried because I was like, he was so happy that I had like connected with that inner child's inner me crazy again. Because we are so, we don't even realize the weight of responsibility sometimes until we're out of it. And then when we can take that breath, it's just like so amazing to be like, I'm still this person. I'm still fun. I knew it. Um, So definitely if you can get a break for longer than 10 minutes and get out of your shell and call up your old girlfriends, um, you should.
1: I feel like we've come so far right a couple weeks ago we were talking about using social media as an escape to not be mom megan mom april mom emily and now we're like girls trips and hanging out and dancing and bars (laughs) it's like it's nice the three
0: easy steps to being (laughs) wonderful again (laughs) it starts with social media and ends with dancing with us (laughs) And I think our trips are like that breath of fresh air. But I mean, what do you do in the rest of the 10 months or 11 months when you're not hanging out with your girlfriends? I do think coming back to what you said, it is our April, what you said, it is um, it's probably more about the small things you do for yourself every day to keep yourself in a positive space. I love that you brought up taking your medicine and I love that we're talking about therapy and medicine and doctor's visits more and we're not waiting until it's like code red until we take these things seriously because that is for me as well. If I don't take my medicine, um, give it three weeks. And Emily, as you know, it is not here. (laughs) Um, So it is important. Uh, We have a gym too and we pay a Planet fitness is what like 10 bucks a month. And in the winter, if you are, have the luxury of living in a warm San Francisco, I envy you. Um, But here it's cold six months out of the year. And so it is important to walk for my mental health, like to get some physical exercise, push some weights around when things get stressful. That's my usual go-to for my, what can I do for myself for 30 minutes that will make a big impact.
1: We've got a treadmill our home because we don't like to go outside and interact with people (laughs) i'm sorry not going to planet fitness i can't handle gym bros and whatnot so we gotta we got ourselves a treadmill for home that and that has been really nice because it you know no matter what the weather's doing or how you're feeling or what you're wearing you can just hop on the treadmill and, and walk for 30 minutes like you said i don't i don't have to go anywhere gives me less of an excuse to be like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go all the way over to the gym or it's raining outside. So I can't walk around the block. It's there. It's right there. I have to do it.
0: <laughs> April, what's your go-to every you have, you have little kids too. Megan and April both have little kids. And so what they have time for and what they can do during their day, looks different from mine. And April also has a day job. So what do you do when things get too much over there? I take
2: a nap. <laughs> Unplug. I do. Yeah, I took a nap yesterday. Actually, if I can find myself forty two minutes, I will take a nap before anything
1: else. Forty two minutes specifically.
2: Minutes specifically.
1: <laughs> if but I, if it's forty one minutes, you can't do it. Um
2: no, because then I'll wake up grumpy. <laughs>
1: Didn't know it was like only, a magic
2: code. I only sleep for like 35 minutes, but it takes about seven minutes to get to sleep. So that's why it's 42. Unbelievable. <laughs> I am awake like for three hours every
0: night, like pondering my existence in this world. Seven
2: minutes. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And You're then I wake up and I feel so much better. Um... I do need to get back to the, you know, like get back to working out. I used to do triathlons and it was so much fun and it's something I miss. I bought myself this really expensive bike. That's been hanging in my basement for like, since I had kids pretty much, uh, like the little kids, cause I have the big kid, but, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Just like the endorphins you get after you work your body and. Those are the things like, I think you don't realize how much better you work after you go and take care of yourself and like go to the gym or take a nap, like than just pushing through. And maybe that's where it comes back to like, how do you do this during Q4 is you have to mentally tell yourself that you're, you will be better if you take 10 minutes for yourself. You know, you take that 10 minute walk or you take that 42 minute nap, <laughs> um, you know, like it. it it will completely change the outlook of your day because otherwise your mind is going to turn into like, for me, I'm going to turn into an ADHD mess. Like I, it's not going to work. I'm just going to get so distracted. I'm going to spend like twice the time scrolling Instagram or doing what I'm not supposed to be doing during Q4.
0: That's such a good point. What is your tall tale sign of, is that my computer? If it is guys, I don't know what to do. So if something happens on my computer and Brandon's not here, I'm lost. Um, what is your sign that like, oh my God, red flag. I need, I need help right now. I need to be like seeking help because we all have those times when we can tell we're going down fast and we need like an exit strategy from our life. Um, I'll go first. I get super crazy about cleaning um because I feel like when I'm spinning out of control I try to control ultra control the things I can which is my house and it's not like a normal it's like lots of bleach and screaming and tears and organization and lots of trips to goodwill and it's not normal um but it's like panic mode cleaning uh and usually Brandon it wasn't like this, but we've been together forever now. And he's like, You need to go to the movies. Bye. And gives me the keys and like shows me out the door. And I know I need that full reset, like this reset button on the back of back of my head or something. Um, and then I come back and I'm fine. But that's usually that spiral of trying to micro and control ultra control and hold on to things that I can is usually a red flag for me that I need immediate attention. Um, do you guys have anything like that that you're like is your red flag that you need to get out
1: <laughs> I I feel like I'm still learning my triggers and trying to figure out what is actually I know that like a lot of loud noise and like living in a house with five children and two other adults as my brother-in-law lives with us it's noisy all the time, but like I know I, I've i started to recognize that when it just gets like too much noise, you know, there's kids smashing Legos over here and then there's kids yelling over here and whatever else is going on, no, realizing that the noise is too much, but I, I don't, it's not something that I can easily control and I don't know what I really do in like a situation where I get out of control or really triggered but eventually the noise will start to really bother me. And I'm like, I have to like plug my ears. I have to walk away. Otherwise I get, it like makes me go crazy. I have to walk away because the noise just becomes too much, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one for me. Cause I, I feel like I could probably nitpick everything and, and figure out exactly what's going on, but it's not something I think that I've allowed myself really to recognize. And it's probably something that I should work on, on, on figuring all that out and, and how to fix those problems. I don't know.
2: What about you, April? Um, so I am like very on top of things. Like I used, I used to, this is how I know things have gone wrong. Okay. I used to have completely no unread emails ever in any of my email boxes. And I think I'm up to like 200,000 now. Um, when the first 1500 hit, it was like, I am broken. This does not happen to me. Like this, there is something seriously wrong. We must fix April. She's broken. And uh, when my sister came to visit last week, she got here a whole day early. But I just didn't have the day right. And that for me is like, I'm still like a little mentally broken over the fact that I, completely had the date that she was coming wrong. Like she's texting me like, I'm on my way. I'm like, why is she taking two days to get here? (laughs) It didn't hit me until like four or five o'clock that afternoon before I had to go pick her up from the airport. I'm like, Oh shit, she's coming today. Like, and that's, for me, it's like, when I start like dropping those like mental things that I'm really on top of like scheduling emails you know, like, putting the little pieces, because I, I am good at, like, doing a lot and putting it together, you know, it's like a, a blanket or whatever, a- and weaving it everything together, and when I get so that I'm, like, dropping stitches in my blanket, then I'm like, oh, man, this is not going well. <laughs> so, more sleep.
1: Yeah, sleep is, that's that's our problem, too. We don't sleep enough, and we're not eating well, so
0: and it's those little kids they're just like sucking you dry over there right <laughs> for real I like- oh go ahead
1: as we our kids have like we bought a, a couch when we moved into this house in february 2021 so it's about to be two years and the kids have destroyed this couch completely destroyed it jacob and i were talking like we get another couch and I sent him a picture I was at big lots doing business sourcing stuff and I was like look at this couch I was like but we will need a couch cover because we are the parents of demons <laughs> and he just was like yeah we, we, we literally can't get anything nice or new because they will destroy it they're just ruining our lives <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do feel like when people will say, uh, when my kids were little, they're like, how are you getting stuff done? And they would be like, what's your business practice? And it would just be crickets because my kids were keeping me up. And so my brain was only half there. And it was just like me doing as much as I can during nap time. And so I was like, what are you talking about? A business practice, like trying my hardest, Um, because if your kids are keeping you up at night, waking up, still not going to bed. That's just like, a, you should just pat yourself on the back, just take it easy, really, because you're not in control.
1: I mean, my kids don't even, they don't wake up in the night anymore or anything like that, but it's like that the night is the only time where Jake and I can like actually sit down, talk to each other as adults, hang out, watch a show without somebody needing a snack or a diaper or new clothes you know there's everything so it's as it's one of those things where you like as a a self-employed person working from home you you're with your kids because usually because you want to be with your family more but at the same time it's you are on like 24 7 they always need you at every moment of every day it feels like so like we always end up staying up too late and then we have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to get kids to school so it's do I stay up too late? Because that's my, that's, that is our time to hang out <laughs> as adults.
2: I don't know if you noticed, but this is my
1: second coffee. This
2: episode. <laughs> <laughs> because my 30 year old baby, we call him the 30 year old because he acts like he's 30. was up until 11 making coffee, putting on shoes and doing 30 year old things while the rest of us were trying to sleep. <laughs> and uh, then the middle child decided that he was going to wake up at five and wiggle me to death because he wouldn't go back to sleep. And uh, these children have never slept either of them.
1: Yeah. So when people ask, how do you do it? I just say, I don't. (laughs) 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 Just figuring it out as we go. Like we don't have any sort of schedule or trick. We just, we just do because we have to.
0: You have to right and I, I I'm glad our kids are older even though I, I do miss the baby stage but we're kind of out of that now they're so like they can all go to the bathroom on their own they dress themselves they take showers and that was really I think that was the most taxing um, for me when my kids were little I I would say I'm a pretty like fun chill person but when my kids were little I was not normal You know, I was the mom who like freaking out, like no sleep. I don't feel like I handled it well. And you just did the things you had to do. Like, why did you work so hard reselling clothes on Poshmark? Because I had to, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Like groceries. (laughs) You know, like uh, you you do the things because you have to. But I think probably depending on your support system that you have, around you like if your parents are there to help or you have friends it might be easier but I don't feel like I handle it the best when my kids were so I'm as much as I do miss that stage I'm like oh my, my mental health is you know a little bit better because I we don't have little kids anymore because they are so dependent on you mm-hmm. um so once again, this is, uh, we need this like scrolling. If you have little kids, don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> like If you have little kids, don't worry, they're going to grow up. <laughs> Hopefully.
2: I not okay. have any more. He resets the clock.
1: <laughs> uh, I, and I, I'll joke with Jacob every once in a while, like, don't you want to make it even? We have five. Shouldn't we just get one more and, and do six?
2: <laughs> Are you serious?
1: And then I'm like, I can I can't even handle five. Of course. <laughs> I couldn't even handle three. And here we are with five. So yeah, no, just kidding.
0: That's what I think. I'm already like my oldest is thirteen. When my youngest turns thirteen, he's gonna be like a nineteen. And that's crazy. So if I had a kid now, you know, you just think of those ages, you're like, he's going to be 20 and my youngest is going to be four, which April, I know you understand because you have an older kid. And so yeah, pros and cons.
2: Yeah. My oldest is 18 now and there's a 12 year difference between him and the middle. And I would be free right now. I would be done. I would be completely free, <sighs> you know, less than 40 and, you know, free as to do whatever the you know, I didn't get to do the most. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's our podcast code? Did you say the F word? <laughs> we are coded as explicit. So, um, but, anyways, um, it was really, really, hard. really really, really hard, hard for me to reset and go back into babydom. And, you know, I also didn't want to have just one kid. I was like, you know, like having two only children would be horrible. Because even though they're brothers, because they were raised so far apart, they would be only kids. So it is nice to have the little siblings because they do play together and fight together. <laughs> and, and, you know, that keeps them occupied. Um, but yeah, it is getting a lot better as a gets older. It does help to have the baby be basically a grown adult. Like he's just he does everything on his own. He is so independent and it, it's really nice except for terrifying because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get a knife and make myself a sandwich. And you're like, oh no, you're not.
0: <laughs> we all have that independent kid where you're like, this is nice, but also let's relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. My oldest was Mr. Independent. And I remember one time he was, this was when they were all home. He was looking for diapers and he was going to learn how to change his younger brother's diaper. And I was like, you don't need to do that. I, he say well, I need to learn this so when you and dad die, I can take care of these kids. <laughs> when do you think we're dying? Oh, also, oh. every, every Disney movie, I guess, the parents die immediately. But in his head, it was going to fall on him. <laughs> it was like, you don't need to worry about that, hopefully. Disney. Wow. Thanks, Disney. <laughs> I thought he would got that in his head. But what I learned about you two this morning is you need to learn – well, Megan, you need to learn your crazy triggers. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that took me a long time to understand. Cause I was just like, Oh, I'm in cleaning mode. That's what I thought. Mm. Um, but I think that's probably a good tip for anybody listening is if you can start understanding your triggers, when you know, you need to call and help somebody who, the babysitter, a partner, whatever it is, have some time alone, I think can save you disaster. You know, when you do start spiraling out of control instead of getting to that place where it's like code red, mm-hmm. um, learning your triggers. So you are implementing the self-care and self-care. I know ranges. It's not just spa days. It's like taking care of your mental health, making sure you make doctor's appointments and go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of times those unsexy things,
2: <sighs> taking the shower
1: and taking naps, <laughs> <laughs> 42 minute naps Forty-two minute
0: naps. <laughs> I don't You feel like this as you get older it's like the smallest things are the most luxurious like you get a new blow jar and you're like I am just living
1: <laughs> when I spent $400 on my vacuum I was like look at this thing it's beautiful <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Murphy bed that's cool it's for yes. the grandparents so that they can come during Q4 like when i'm like at my very end they show up and they take the kids for a couple of days and i finish the last couple of orders before the shipping cutoffs and uh, take extra time at starbucks in the morning and so the murphy bed is like the key to all my Q4 success <laughs> <laughs> that's funny
0: <sighs> so what would be your last minute tip for surviving especially for new sellers surviving the season um, in in intact.
2: Order your supplies early, like your, your merchant fulfilled shipping supplies. There is nothing more stressful than having four different orders of boxes coming from four different places and hoping that one of them gets to you before you have to ship your item out tomorrow.
0: Way to April, just bring it back to business. <laughs> you said new sellers. <laughs> yes, but it does get crazy, so that is a good tip. Um, making sure you have shipping supplies. I think for us, um, food is a big one because we have little people. Um, so for us, it's like figuring out meals before the week and trying to get pre-made meals or like getting that kind of stuff in place so it's not seven o'clock and we're scrambling for food and it's like negative 30 in Iowa um so that's probably the food getting that so it's just one little thing off
1: my brain that I don't have to think about I think food's for us too it's like today we ordered had Walmart grocery delivery because I don't have time to go to Aldi and shop so it's you know it's a little like if you can't mentally or physically go out and shop if you have access to it, just order yourself some delivery groceries, um, and we've been ordering a lot more, like of the pre-made, the frozen meals, or just the pre-made refrigerated ones. Just something that it's a lot easier to just toss in the oven or toss in a pan, because we, our brains aren't capable of like thinking ahead and being like, hey, we've got dinner, we need to thaw out this chicken and make the chicken Alfred you know whatever it is like I kind of need it to just be like throw it and go
2: (laughs) I really pared down like our menu so pretty much till Christmas um, we're having soup and bread for two days a week and then it's taco Tuesday and then um, breakfast for dinner and then uh, pizza one night and then there's like one one more day that's kind of just like an open day probably Chinese food (laughs) (laughs) you know but just like really pare it down so it's like okay we've already had these two things so there's only three more options to get you know and that way the shopping is really easy too
0: i think the other thing i think of during this busy season especially if you have people relying on you around you is um sharing what to expect um like sharing with your spouse or partner like expectations and also hearing what their expectations for the season are. Cause most people aren't like, Oh, let's just get rid of Christmas and all the Christmas magic and memories, but also giving people a heads up around you that you cannot be reached, <laughs> you know, like save all your weddings and sickness, but also that's funny, but also sharing expectations that you're going to be extremely busy. So no, you can't bring a brine turkey <laughs> and, you know, for the whole family, you know, like those sort of things maybe you used to do. It and it's just like not realistic right now anymore. Maybe it's not the turkey. Maybe it's something else that you used to do that is going to have to stop for a couple months. But sh- I think for Brandon and I in our relationship, simply just sharing upcoming expectations has Helped us not get a divorce, honestly. (laughs) You know, like, here's what you should expect from me for the next couple months instead of just surprise. I'm a lunatic today. Uh, (laughs) Things are crazy. You won't see me till 10 o'clock. That's not a good surprise. Um, So I think also if you have kids sharing with them, hey, things are going to be a little bit crazy. Like, my kids know it's Q4 and I'm busy all the time. And on the weekends, we ship. And they might have to come do pickups, like they're prepared for that.
1: Yeah. And we we you know, the kids are prepared as well for us, but like telling our family like we don't live near any family. Jacob's family's three thousand miles away, my family's like a thousand miles away, different parts of the country. But we we basically told them that we will not be traveling anywhere, but you're also not allowed to come see us. Like <laughs> like we literally can't we cannot host you we cannot entertain you we just can't like we this is busy season you can come in january basically and i think my parents came last year but it was like the week of christmas so most of what we were doing was over but we've had a couple of family members request to come for thanksgiving and and in between and we're just like we literally cannot you cannot Come here, it's probably going to be like this for the next few years. Like, just get your visits in early.
2: <laughs> That's like Scott's parents are very aware of because Scott has a busy Christmas business too. So, we're both just kind of flat out for Christmas. So, his parents come knowing full well that they are in parent mode for the kids. Um, you know, they have keys to the extra car. They, you know, they pretty much know they're there to do whatever they need to do to help. Um, his mom helped me on one of like my massive order days last year, we woke up at five and we plowed through all of the shipping together. And she was just like, wow, this is amazing. And it it was really fun for her to like be able to you know be part of the success and like she didn't have to do all the drudgery days where you're like the ah, weed returns mm-hmm. you know but she got to see like what this really is fun and about and it was kind of nice to share that but um yeah my family has much different expectations when they visit now it's not like oh you know we're gonna sit around and play games and drink coffee all day it's like okay so I essentially have three jobs, so I can only take off one, <laughs> and therefore we will be doing shipping, picking up, doing this, and all the other stuff, and and we're kind of along for the ride, and then I have the rest of the day, because while being my own boss is flexible, it's not, you know? I can I have to get my work done, and then I can go play, so...
0: Isn't that the biggest myth? I was just thinking about this last night. Like it's the biggest myth. You can set your schedule, but typically it means you're always working. And if you take off this time, you're going to push that work to a different time. Um, So it's good and bad. Yes, we're here because we want to manage our own time and we can manage our own time. But you're just pushing work around the schedule. It's not like you're working less, (laughs) which is kind of funny to me. Like I think we're sold this myth in hustle culture that we're going to have just income coming in and you are on a beach somewhere. And that's like entrepreneurship. (laughs) And uh, no, it's not that at all.
1: Yeah. I think it's kind of like with, with Amazon too, you'll see on YouTube, all of the Amazon gurus and they're like, I drive this Lamborghini and I make money while I sleep. But it's like, (laughs) you're still putting in hundreds of hours of work, if not thousands of hours of work, before you start to make money in your sleep. Like, yes, I can take time off and go to an event at my kid's school, but I've already put in my hours at work and that's why I'm making money while I'm at this event. You know, like it's not, it doesn't just appear. Like I still am doing all of that work, like you said. And for that moment, I put the work aside, but it's because I've already done the hours yep (laughs) (laughs) we need to write
0: a letter campaign to like all these people selling these fake dreams because then i think it creates this you're not content with your own life somehow you're like oh what am i missing here you're not missing anything this is the life Okay, guys, thank you for joining another episode of Flippin' Amazon from April, Megan, and myself. We appreciate you not only listening, but liking. Smash that like button. That's what I hear people say. (laughs) Uh, Subscribe. Please share it with your friends. You can find us on social media, Flippin' Amazon, YouTube. If you
1: like what you hear, leave us reviews. We want to hear how you feel.
2: Yep. Leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, leave comments below in the YouTube.
0: We would appreciate you can find us on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way to connect with all of us um, and find our individual accounts. We appreciate spending this time with you and that you took the time to follow us and be a part of our conversation. We hope it was helpful. Have a fantastic day.